Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Pro Football Hall of Famer Isaac Bruce and Doc Holliday are rambling about those Los Angeles Rams. Ramble on. How are you? Welcome to another episode of Ramblings with Pro Football Hall of Famer Isaac Bruce and Doc Holliday. I am Doc Holliday, and Doc Holliday is rolling solo today. That's because Isaac, my brother Isaac, was in L.A. being honored. He's getting his Hall of Fame ring. We know Isaac was inducted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame, the 2020 class this year. So now the Rams finally acknowledging and honoring Isaac during a ceremony during a Rams game. And of course it had to be against the Tennessee Titans because the Tennessee Titans were in LA at SoFi stadium, taking on our Rams. And of course, this is the game that the Rams would choose to honor Isaac because Isaac was part of the Rams team that beat the Titans in the Super Bowl 23 to 16, when he scored that 73 yarder with two minutes left to play. So Isaac being honored in LA at the Rams game as they took on the Tennessee Titans. So he is not with us today, but he was with the Rams in L.A. last night when the Rams got absolutely beat down by the Tennessee Titans. The final score, 28-16. to 16, And the only thing I can really say about it is that the Titans whooped our ass. Seriously. We got our coached. We got our game plan. We got our executed. We got our physical. We got our smarted. We got out all those things. Now, the Titans came into the ball game without their leading rusher without their best player, Derrick Henry, who broke his foot, broke a bone in his foot. So he was out this game. So because of the Titans not having Derrick Henry, many people thought, including myself, that the Rams, who many consider Super Bowl contenders and Super Bowl favorites, wouldn't have an easy time with the Titans. But we still figured that the Rams would be able to take care of business and beat Tennessee. Of course, Tennessee coming all across the country to play in L.A. Sunday night football, late ball game without their best player. But all the Tennessee Titans did was they left Derrick Henry ass at home and brought that defense, and that defense was bringing the wood. That's all I can really say. That Titans defense absolutely dominated our high-powered offense. This game and this loss, not I was about to say, kind of reminded me of the loss that the Rams had when they lost to the Tennessee Titans on the road the same year they won the Super Bowl. We, you remember that Rams went into that ball game back then, the same year we won the Super Bowl in 1999 season, went to Nashville undefeated. And I think the Titans were undefeated as well, and the Titans end up, ended up beating us. And we, had a, we, had, we still had that same high-powered offense, but the Tennessee Titans, very physical, very good defense, 
they ended out winless. I mean, they ended out unbeaten streak in Nashville. Now, of course, we ended up playing them again in the Super Bowl, and it was another tough defensive uh, experience that the Titans gave the Rams, but we ended up winning the ball game. This game looked just like that game because Tennessee defense just absolutely dominated our Los Angeles Rams. And now we can say the defense with two dudes in particular, Danico Autry and Jeffrey Simmons, two defensive linemen from Tennessee, two big dudes from Mississippi State. They was wearing Matthew Stafford ass out the entire night. And in order for them to wear Matthew Stafford out, that means they were wearing that offensive line out. And basically, they wore that offensive line out. Jeffrey Simmons had three sacks, almost had another one where it probably wouldn't, wouldn't have been a sack, but he almost had another one where he grabbed Matthew Stafford in the end zone. And instead of Stafford just taking the sack, which would have had the ball on the one-yard line, our own one-yard line, he decided he got nervous. He panicked to just throw the ball. And when he threw the ball, they picked it off. Threw an interception. Picked it off. That was in the second quarter. Next time we got the ball, not only did he throw another pick, threw a pick six. So what can you say about that? I mean, that Tennessee Titans defense, seriously, they were just, I don't really, how can you, how can you explain it? The, the, the explanation is just like I said, it was, it was just an, uh, it was just an ass whooping. Plain and simple. It was just an ass whooping. That's all you can really say. Matthew Stafford throws that pick six. It's Kevin Bay, uh, Bayard. Made it 14 to three. Then they come back 21 to three. We down 21 to three at halftime. Played a little better in the fourth quarter. We outscored Tennessee in the fourth quarter, but it didn't matter, man. That game was out of hand. It wasn't really out of hand, but it's the way that defense was playing and the way they dominated our offense. I have to just give a salute to Tennessee. I really hadn't watched them much this year. I knew they had a good squad. I know they have a good squad. I know Mike Brable has been doing some great things with that ball club. And now I see how they came in and just absolutely took us apart. Our offense could not do anything against them. And the Tennessee Titans defense was, you know what, let's be physical on the defensive front, which they did. Our offensive linemen didn't have a chance, didn't stand a chance, could not stop that defensive line surge at all. We couldn't block them dudes. So if you can't block the defensive line, your quarterback really doesn't have a chance. And Matthew Stafford really didn't stand a chance. Anytime we had to try to go back and throw the ball deep, Matthew Stafford do a 45-yard drop. Oh, it was over with. They was at his head. And what Tennessee was doing, they made it a point to put great pressure on Matthew Stafford because they got great defensive line rush. Not only that, they were not going to give away any deep passes, give up any deep passes. Now, Stafford did hit Van Jefferson a nice little, could have been a nice little game had Van Jefferson been able to bring it in. Now, it did hit Van Jefferson's hands, and I was like, he should have caught that. I still feel like he should have caught that, but I have to give the defensive back some credit because it looks like Van Jefferson could have caught it cleanly, 
but that defensive back had his hand pulling Van Jefferson's right arm down just a little bit enough to where he couldn't extend his arms to bring that ball in. But the Titans made it a point. We're going to give up the underneath stuff. Give it up. Now, when you give it up, make sure you tackle. And they did. They gave up the underneath passes to Robert Woods, Cooper Cup, and Cooper Cup really was quiet. They did a great job of keeping Cooper Cup quiet. Now, you look at what Cooper Cup did, you look at his numbers and his stats that he ended, ended up with, looks like it was a pretty good game. Cooper Cup ends up with 11 catches, 95 yards. Robert Woods, seven catches, 98 yards. Now, Robert Woods had a great game. He had a great game. He did what he does. He had a couple of great catches, great catches in coverage. Robert Woods doing what he does. And another thing that I'm, I'm just extremely impressed by Robert Woods and Cooper Cup and them other receivers, but especially Robert Woods, they have this dude lead blocking on short yardage plays. Not lead blocking DBs, lead blocking linebackers. I played fullback when I was playing for the Rams, and I used to hate going into that hole, meeting a linebacker, we going head to head, smash mouth, smash mouth, face mask to face mask. Because it hurts, and it's not easy. But Robert Woods did it. Robert Woods does it. He's just an all-around ball player, so I have to give it to him. He had a great game. And as I said, Cooper Cup was really, they left him, he was really quiet. They took him out of the game. As I said, he ended up with 11 catches for 95 yards. Tyler Higby, to me, he had a great impact. Five catches for 51 yards. With somebody looking at the box score, those numbers really don't stand out. But Tyler Higby, he played some ball. He came up with some big catches when we needed some big catches. That touchdown in the back of the end zone, he barely, barely stepped on the back line before coming back in and catching the ball. Stepped out of bounds. You can't be the first person to touch the ball once you come back inbounds. That's what happened. Took a touchdown off the board. But it still was just so close. I was looking at it. I was like, the refs really can call that either way. Because it's like I saw a little bit of green turf between his foot and that back line. But I'm thinking maybe I wanted to see a little bit of green turf between his foot and that back line. Because I'm a Rams fan. I'm a Rams player, former Rams player, and I wanted to see us win. But nevertheless, the referees overturned the call, took that touchdown off the board, and that was really all she wrote. Now, our defense didn't play bad, didn't play bad at all. Jalen Ramsey came up with an interception, and I know he was happy. He was so happy he ended up getting a personal foul call because I know Jalen probably excited at someone throwing the ball at him that he's getting some action. So our defense really didn't play, play uh, uh, bad at all. The Tennessee Titans really don't have a prolific offense, especially without Derrick Henry, but they did enough to win the ball game. Ryan Tannehill is not, you know, his numbers, 125 yards passing, 19 to 27, threw a pick. He got sacked three times. Aaron Donald got him. Leonard Floyd got him because they were coming at him. But the fact of the matter is, they really didn't need, the Titans really didn't need their defense to do too much. They didn't. I mean, the Titans didn't need their offense to do too much because their defense just balled out. Their defense just absolutely dominated us. 
And it's really, you know, what, what, what really can you say? I was just thoroughly impressed. I'm not even really mad at our Rams. I'm not. You can call it an off game. I don't really want to call it an off game. I wanted to call it an own game for Tennessee Titans defense. The Titans came, I mean, yeah, the Titans came into the ball game, six and two. We were seven to one. That, that, hey, that's pretty much a heavyweight matchup, AFC, NFC. There's a good chance you can see these teams again in the Super Bowl. Because as I said, the year Isaac, Marshall Falk, Kurt Warner, Torrey Holt, all them dudes won the Super Bowl. They played the Titans in the regular season and lost to the Titans on the road. This time the Titans came to the house and beat us, but that Rams squad had a prolific offense. That Tennessee Titans defense was good, kind of shut them down. This year's version of the Rams have a great offense. This year's version of the Tennessee Titans have a great defense. They kind of shut us down. It just seems like they just had us confused. Titans defense coordinator, great game plan. And not only with the great game plan, you can have a great plan, uh, great game plan, but they executed. They executed it perfectly. And speaking of Jeffrey Simmons, that big dude, big dude, I, I'm watching big dude. Big dude was just a monster. Tennessee had five sacks. He had three of them. And because of him, he's a big reason why the Titans just won their fifth straight ball game. And I'm looking at it. I'm like, man, Jeffrey Simmons. Danico Autry, two dudes from Mississippi State, two dudes from the SEC, Matthew Stafford from Georgia. Like, they got something against you or something, though? Do they have something against you? Mississippi State, Georgia? Y'all not even in the same division in the SEC, the two schools, but those SEC beasts was absolutely beasting our quarterback beast. Because Stafford, Justin, he just didn't stand a chance. Sean McVay was standing on the sideline several times. I don't want to say he was looking confused. I don't think he was confused. I think he just kind of realized, he's like, okay. Hmm. It's just one of them nights. I can call whatever I want to call. The Titans were dialed in, and they were. Correction on Tiny Hill. He passed for 143 yards. He had a touchdown. He ran for a touchdown and went he ran for that touchdown. Now, as well as Leonard Floyd played, a couple of plays Leonard Floyd did, he just lost. He lost. He lost contain. When you're a defensive end and you're a rusher, you want to get after the quarterback and you want to get after the running back. At least on one of those touchdown runs, Leonard Floyd got caught chasing the, chasing the running back who we thought had the ball. Then you got Tannehill just walking into the end zone. And to be honest, when you're a defensive end, your job is to rush, but your job is also to contain. Don't let anything get outside of you. Don't get caught up playing hero ball by trying to chase the running back who's going the other way and trying to chase them down when your job is to contain so no one can get around you or no one get, got, can get past you. Leonard Floyd got caught doing it. He got caught out of position. And the Titans made us pay for it. And as badly as I wanted us to win, I also have to give uh, 
a salute to not only the Titans defense, but Adrian Peterson. Adrian Peterson came. They signed him last week after finding out Derrick Henry had to have surgery, and he's, he's going to be out. Now, his numbers weren't good at all. 10 carries, 21 yards, one touchdown. But my man just came up off the streets. And he's 36 years old. He did score a touchdown, short yard touchdown, and, but it's still a touchdown. Now, I say this, I salute to Adrian Peterson because I have all respect for my man as a football player. He's a baller. He's one of the best running backs to ever play the game. Here he is, 36, in his 15th year, still going out there competing. Not only competing, but coming up off the streets. Dude was off the streets up until last week and came in and played and scored a touchdown. Now, I must admit, if I was on that Tennessee Titans roster as a, as a running back, like them other two dudes were who's been there all year long, I would have been kind of upset. Like, I should be one start because Peterson started. He got more carries than them dudes, and them dudes were effective. But still, the fact of the matter is, we just lost. I don't think it's anything to – well, I ain't going to say I don't think. I know it's not anything to panic about. We just lost the ball game. We got our play. We got out executed. We got our game plan. We got our coach. It's just that simple. Sometimes it happens. It happened last night. Stafford ends up 31-48, 294 yards, one touchdown, threw those two picks. Those two picks were costly. Because once he threw those two picks and we get we got down, we never got anything going to come back. As I said, he got sacked five times. I do like how Daryl Henderson told it to peel, though. He ended up with 11 carries for 55 yards. I do like Daryl Henderson, how he was toting the rock. I'm seeing the explosiveness from Daryl Henderson that I haven't seen since he got in the NFL. Now, when he was at Memphis, y'all know I played running back at Memphis. Isaac played at Memphis. Me and Isaac played together. So we watched Daryl Henderson closely, and we want him to be successful. We want all of them to be successful, but we literally and most definitely watched Memphis Tigers closely and want them to be successful. And Daryl Henderson hitting the hole, not only hitting the hole, but finishing off runs and showing some explosiveness. So I really like what I saw from Daryl Henderson in this ball game. I really like what I've seen from Daryl Henderson this season. And I don't know, it looks like he didn't lost some weight. I don't know what he is. I don't know what it is, but he looks like the explosive Daryl Henderson we saw at Memphis when he used to take joints 80 yards and no one can catch him. But we lost 28 to 16. But the good thing is, guess what? We're still 72. The Titans are seven and two as well, but we don't care because they're not in our, not only are they not in our conference, they're not in our division. They're on the whole other side of the NFL. So we don't care. Unless we see them again. And if we see them again, it will have to be in the Super Bowl. But despite us having a, once again, I don't even want to say off night. We just got outplayed. Plain and simple. Outplayed, outcoached, out executed. On the night that Isaac got honored and acknowledged with his Hall of Fame ring by the Rams. So now he joins those other Rams, Hall of Fame Rams. And I saw a picture. I think in the picture was, you know, Isaac, Eric Dickerson, Jackie Slater, Big O, you know, dudes who got gold jackets. And I saw Tory Holt there as well, who doesn't have a gold jacket yet, even though he should have one. And eventually he's going to get one. But good night for Isaac. 
getting honored, bad night for our Rams, getting their ass whooped. But it is okay. As I said, it is okay because when you look at us, as far as the standings are concerned, this doesn't really affect us in the standings because this wasn't a division game. The Cardinals are still on top, eight and one. There we are at seven and two. Seahawks three and five. San Francisco three and five. So our record still looks very, very impressive. Even though that butt whooping we just took doesn't look impressive. But we live to play and fight another day. But that's it. Our Rams lost 28-16. We're not going to boo-hoo about it. We're going to call it what it is. We lost. We got beat down. We got beat up. It's over with. And we move on to next week. Look forward to next week. Now, you do look at the, you do, you do look at the tape and try to wonder what the hell is going on. Try to wonder what happened. Hopefully, it doesn't happen again. But I think they would have to look at it and be like, hey, man, them cats just came out ready to ball. Our offensive line, ah, whew. they opened up some running lanes, but when it came to passing the ball, mm, no. Ass was whooped. Now, we did start going to like a little play action. The old Sean McVay games playing in, in like in the third quarter. We had a little success, but it wasn't enough. Sunday night, we lost. Now we get ready to next week's game. Monday night football against division foe, division rival, hated rival, the San Francisco 49ers. We go to San Francisco. So now the Rams, we got to put this one behind us and get ready to face the 49ers, which a game that means a lot more than this game against the Titans because, as I said, it's an NFC West division game. And we don't want to lose a division game. We lost to the Cardinals. So we don't want to fall back any more to them in the division because we can't wait and hope and see if they lose or not. So we lost to them. So beat Seattle. Now we got to get at it. But that's it. We lost 28-16. Okay, boo-hoo. We move on. And I move on because that's going to do it for this episode of Ramblings with Pro Football Hall of Famer Isaac Bruce and Doc Holliday until next week or later this week. God willing, I'm out. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.